give you praise, God, in the name of Jesus. We're going to ask everyone to please stand as we sing Sabbath rest. Sabbath, everybody. Good morning. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of an amazing, an amazing and awesome God. God is good. All the time. And all the time. God is good. And he is truly indeed worthy to be praised. I'm so excited at the fact that God has allowed us to gather in this space just one more time to worship and magnify his name. Somebody didn't wake up this morning. Somebody was traveling today and didn't make it to their destination. Somebody woke up this morning to a phone call to some bad news. Somebody, I mean, there's so much going on, but we are here. We are in the presence of God. Can we just put our hands together and worship and magnify such an amazing God? He didn't have to do what he did for us, but oh, I am so glad that he did. He woke me up this morning, started me on my way, put food on my table clothes on my back, clothed in my right mind, danger seen and unseen, how he protects us, amen, our going out and our going in, he is there, always working on our behalf, and so I'm so blessed and honored to be able to stand before you on this beautiful Sabbath day, we want to welcome each and every one of you who have chosen online, we welcome you who have chosen to worship with us today. We understand that you could be somewhere else, but you made a conscious decision to click that button, to click that link, amen, and make your way to Tabernacle of Praise, amen. So we want to welcome you. We thank God for you. We pray for you each and every week, amen. Uh, when we come together, we lift you up in prayer, and we just know God is going to do something amazing with our online audience. Amen. 
Can we just put our hands together for our amazing online audience? We have individuals that are viewing our services all over the land, amen. And we want to just take this time all the way in Mississippi, they're viewing us. All the way in California, they're viewing. Even across seas, they are viewing our services, amen. I mean, not just click a button here and there, but they are faithful, amen. And so we thank God for you and we praise God for you. We also want to take this opportunity to welcome all of you who are in the house in the physical space, amen. Got out of that warm, comfortable bed. I know the sheets was talking this morning. Come on, somebody. <laughs> but you made your way here. We want to welcome you. We thank God for you. We praise God for you. I'm seeing a friend of my wife's out here, amen. Amen, amen. We praise God for you, Sister Shonda. God bless you, amen. She was here with us, Sister Bed, for our concert. You remember that, huh? You remember, amen, she remembered. <laughs> but we praise God for you for coming back and spending this time with us. And um, um, we want, do want to pray with you a little later on. I hope that's okay. Um, but we praise God for you. Um, it's, this is February. Of course, we're celebrating our Black History Month. And so every Sabbath this month, um, we'll be celebrating our black heritage. Um, we thank God that we do have a heritage, amen that we can connect with. So each Sabbath, we want to um, don our attire. And on the 18th, I believe, we have a special um, Sabbath um, African um, history program that we want to invite each and every one of you to come back and be a part of. We'll don our attire again, our African garb, and we'll have a program that af right after service, I believe it will be immediately after service, or a luncheon, and then, this, and then this program. And so we encourage you to mark your calendars for February the 18th, amen. Go ahead and put it in your, I want to say Blackberry, Doc. Do we, do we, are we doing Blackberries anymore? Amen. No more Blackberries? No? Okay, then. Apple or Android? How about that? iPad, um, iMax, or whatever it is, amen. Not the iMax? Okay, don't do that either. See, that's why I need faithful members, amen, to help me stay on task. And so February the 18th, we want you to mark that on your calendars. We have our special program. And then the following Sabbath on the 25th, um, we'll be at Northside. We'll be here for Sabbath worship. But then I believe at 4 o'clock, we'll be at Northside Seventh-day Adventist Church where we'll have a special um, black history program that we're celebrating with our sister churches. And so we're encouraging you again to be with us on that day. Um, there's a special, special uh, program, and we're encouraging each and every one of you to be a part of that special service. Um, we want to celebrate all birthdays. Amen. February. Huh? Joel. Thursday. Was his birthday? Thursday was your birthday, the second. February the second. He's, he's looking around. Did you do anything for him on that day, or did he just... It's probably okay. We're going to leave that there. <laughs> but we celebrate you, Doc. Uh, faithful in the media team. He's dedicated. We praise God for you. Celebrate you on your birthday. Any other birthdays in February? I know my sister's viewing on. Okay, Dewan. What day is it, Doc? The 16th. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. Well, we, yep. Come on. Let's give him some. Don't, don't. Let's not. We can share the love. Amen. Um, so February 16th is yours, and then I know on February the 22nd, my sister who was viewing, 
us online all the way in Indianapolis. She attends her church there. And then when they come back home and have their Sabbath meal, guess who they're watching? Us. <laughs> so she's getting a double portion. Amen. So when she tune in and see the service today, we want to say welcome. I mean, we want to say happy birthday to my sister, um, Jackie MacArthur. God bless you, and we love you here at Tabernacle of Praise. Any other birthdays, anniversaries? February the 28th, amen, your oldest son, amen, where we celebrate him as well. Can we just take a pause? Was there another one? Did we miss anyone? Say what? Charles? Man, you got to put happy birthday. Huh? Your youngest son. So you're representing your youngest son. Amen. What we say, what we say happy birthday on the 19th of this month. So we have a lot of February birthdays in the month of February. Anniversaries. Do we have any anniversaries? Amen. Well, can we just sing happy birthday right quick? Can we just sing happy birthday to our birthday, February birthday babies? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, members. Happy birthday to you. Amen and many more. Before I get out your way, I just want to remind you that we do have our social justice and emancipation. We did this last year for our Sabbath school lesson. We didn't get these out for this month um, in time to start this month, but we do have the books here and I'll leave these up to, uh, leave these in the back or you can come and see me if we run out, um, but we do have more, but you can use these um, to study the word of God as it relates to black history. Um, as you get in touch with your heritage, um, this is a very powerful, powerful study. So we have these available for you. At this time, can you just bow your heads with me as we go into a special word of prayer? Loving Lord, our Father and God, again, we're so thankful, privileged, and honored to be able to open up our mouths and to bless your name. You are truly an amazing God. Without you, we can do nothing, but with you, we can do all things. And so we say thank you for loving us, caring for us, and keeping us. We bless you on this Sabbath day. Now, as we enter into this time of worship, do what you do, God. Spread your love around. Let us not leave here the same way we came. And we will be ever so mindful to give you the praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, and have a happy Sabbath. Stand to your feet. 
Let the praises of our Lord rise among us. Let the dancing, the shouting, and the worshiping, let it rise before him. Amen. We are so thankful and blessed to be able to worship this God, this living God, this loving God, this caring God. Before we go into our prayer, we do have just a couple more announcements. As you can see them on the screen, um, we'll be having our financial peace um, service that will be kicking on. You can go, um, you can take your phone out. If you will, we're in a digital age where you can take a picture of that QR code and it'll take you to where you can register for this special financial peace um, service. And so um, we're encouraging each and every one of you, there's, I believe, a limited space. Um, and so we will encourage you to jump on in there, get in where you fit in, amen? Um, and as you may learn a little bit about the financial peace. Also, our marriage retreat. We announced this last week, but the, the doors are still open for those that want to take a, advantage of this amazing um, retreat that will be taking place here in our conference. We encourage you to go ahead again, click that QR code, take a picture of that code, and you will be able to go straight to the registration form so you can be prepared for that financial peace service. Um, and if you need that information, please see us afterwards and we can make sure that you get it. And also on the 6th of uh, this month, which will be Monday, we'll be starting our family week of prayer. This is also an online event. You can go to our conference YouTube page where you will be able to join in nightly to be a part of this family week of prayer beginning at 7 p.m. nightly, fe beginning February the 6th. So mark your calendars for that as well. And also we did mention um, we have this Black History program that we um, are invited to. Um, we've got this far by faith. Um, we mentioned this a moment ago at Northside. You see the flyer there. If you need directions, please see us afterwards, and we'll make sure that you get that information. Again, we thank God for um, all that he is doing and all that he has done and all that he will do. Amen. Eyes on the prize. Please keep your eyes on the prize. Please continue to trust God, even if you can't trace him. Believing in him, believing, believing is unbearable, and knowing that he is faithful in all that he does. As we gather our thoughts, as we gather our time together in prayer, um, as we started in the year of 2023, we want to focus and be intentional about praying for each and every one of our members. And so we've been highlighting a family a week, amen, where we are called down to the front and we have the elders and we come and surround the family and place oil on them and just anoint them and just pray over them and God's covering and God's protection over them. And so this week, prayer family is um, the McCray family. And so we want to invite the McCray family, please, to come down and meet us in the front. Now, this is an opportunity also for you to invite your family and your relatives and your cousins and your aunties and your aunties and your nieces and nephews and your uncles to come and be a part of this special um, occasion. So we encourage you to do um, that as well. And for those of you who are viewing with us online, we encourage you to snuggle up next to a family member if there's one near you, if you can just grab hold of your hands, um, touch and agree as we go before the Lord in prayer. Also, we encourage you who are in the house, amen, if you want to come a little close, if you want to draw near to the altar, amen, near to the altar where we want to 
surround the family and lift you up in prayer as well. And also, we want to say a special prayer for um, Sister Shonda. We thank God for you for being here. We know you have a special date coming up as well, but we want to pray for you as well. For we know God is a very present help, amen, in the time of storm. At this time, if we can just bow our heads as we look to the Lord in prayer. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father and God, again, we're so thankful, so blessed, and so honored to be able to come before you in this manner. We understand and know that you do all things well. We know that you make no mistakes, that you are a faithful God, that you are a true God, a living God a worthy God. We know that you are a God that do all things but fail. And so we come before you in a very special way. First of all, asking you to cleanse us from all unrighteousness and asking that you will help us to reflect you in all that we say and all that we do. We're asking, oh God, that you will forgive us of our sins and help us to do those things that is pleasing in your sight. And Lord Father God, we are asking as we have placed this oil on these families and these individuals, we ask, O oh God, that you would change it from a common use to a spiritual and holy use. We pray right now, Father God, that you would do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can think of or even imagine. Because we know that our help comes from you. Nothing that we can ever do, nothing that we can ever say, nothing that we can ever imagine that can take the place of you. And so, Father God, we're asking that you would cover a sister shined in a very special way, Father. You know um, what's on her plate. Uh, you know, Father God, what she's up against. You know, oh God, what is on her calendar, what she's scheduling. So we're asking, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that you will go before her right now and that you will make the crooked road straight in the name of Jesus. We're asking, God, that you will let her know that you have her in the palm of your hands. We're asking in the name of Jesus that you will reveal yourself to her in a very special and in a very real way. Whatever fears, whatever doubts, whatever concern about this appointment, oh God, that you would take that, oh God, and that you would change it into victory, change it into encouragement, change it into an overcomer, change it into faith in the name of Jesus. And we will be ever so mindful to give you the praise, honor, and glory for the testimony that Shonda will be sharing, oh God, as how you brought her through. We also want to lift up before you our prayer-focused family in the name of Jesus. We pray for the McCray family right now, oh God. We're asking that you will gravitate towards this family in a very special way. We're asking that you will move upon them, oh God, like never before. Be with their union. Be with their marriage right now. Whatever the devil was trying to throw at them, oh God. We pray that you will raise up a standard, oh God. That no weapon formed against this family shall prosper. We claim it by faith in the name of Jesus. That you will set a hedge of protection around this couple. That you will do what only you can do, oh God. And create in them all a clean heart. And renew the right spirit within them. And while the, anim the enemy is trying to take them out, oh God. We believe that you are setting them up, oh God. That you are getting them ready to be overcomers in the name of Jesus. So Father, do what you do right now. 
Have your way right now in this family. Be with the wife. Be with the children. Be with the husband. Be with the husband, oh God, as he surrounds and protects the family. We pray for them on their jobs. We pray for them in their schools. We pray for their going out and their coming in. We pray that you will order their steps in the name of Jesus. That you will do it in the name of Jesus, Father God. That we bind Satan out of this family. We cast him out of their midst. He has no place in the name of Jesus. We rebuke him, oh God. And we cast him out in the name of Jesus. Oh God, let your power be made known. Let your presence be made known in this family, oh God. That when they step out on the stage of life, that they will step with the authority of Christ. That they will step with the unction and the power of the Holy Ghost. That they will move in the name of Jesus according to the plans of heaven. And that we will be ever so mindful, oh God, to give you praise and honor and glory for this family. So cover them right now, oh God. Let it be done, let it be said, and it is will, oh God. We will it right now in the name of Jesus. We will it right now, oh God. That what the enemy is trying to destroy, oh God, that you have already stepped in and fixed it. So let them walk by faith, oh God. Believing and trusting you. Lord God, we want to lift up our online visitors, oh God, our family and friends that have joined with us weekly, oh God. We pray for them, those that are visiting with us from far away, oh God. We ask that you will go before even this internet, oh God. That you will touch them where they are right now. In the living room, in the bedroom, in the kitchen, wherever they may be right now, oh God. Somebody may be driving in their car listening to this service. We pray right now, oh God, your protection over them. We ask, oh God, that you will cover the family of God that are here in the physical space. We pray for each and every individual that have chosen to come down to this altar to draw close to the throne of God. Whatever their issues are, whatever their concerns are, whatever problems they're dealing with, oh God, we commit it to you right now, oh God, to do what you do, oh God, and create in them, oh God, a clean heart and renew the right spirit within them, that they will walk by faith and not by sight. Sickness, we rebuke it. Cancer, we rebuke it. In the name of Jesus, we bind it and cast it out of here. Diabetes, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Lord Father God depression we cast it out right now suicidal ideology we cast it out right now in the name of Jesus because God you are worthy you are deserving of the praise you are deserving of the honor oh God so do it now oh God in the name of Jesus let your presence be made known in this place oh God so we pray for those that have come close financial wishes oh God we claim it right now in the name of Jesus victory in our finances victory in our children victory on our jobs victory in our our homes victory wherever we go or whatever we do oh god we claim victory right now in the name of jesus and for those god that have chosen to stay in their seat this all right oh god we pray your blessings on them as well oh god we ask that you will cover this church cover each pew right now cover each seat right now oh god let us not leave here the same way we came but let us leave here with a newfound love for the things of god and we will be ever so mindful to give you all the praise the honor and the glory so let your power be made known. Let the power of God fall afresh. Yes, Lord. Let it fall right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Oh God, we give you praise. Yes, Lord. We give you honor. We give you glory. So we thank you. We bless you today, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. We pray for the Harris family. We pray for all those that are battling with, with loss today, oh God. Those that are coming out of surgeries, we pray for them. We thank you. And we bless you, God. And we give you all the honor. And if there's anything that I left out, oh God, heaven already recorded it. Yeah. We bless you, we honor you, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Let the people of God say amen, amen. and amen, amen again. God bless you. Hallelujah.
Happy Sabbath, unsung heroes. Happy Sabbath. Okay, today we have a little bit of house cleaning. Thank you, uh, Pastor, for doing most of my house cleaning for me today. So I just have to do my only one thing today. So we're going to talk about Backpack Sabbath, which is coming up really fast. We're like coming, we, we're in February. Yeah. And so Backpack Sabbath tentative date is July 29th, July last Sabbath on the 29th. And so uh, we announced a couple of weeks ago, and I think Lee kept it up last week, about the um, healers that we want the church members to help us with. And so we made a mistake and um, said notebook and paper. But we really want is a spiral notebooks and papers that you can get. Um, and because that will call, cut down on costs to everybody, and not to mention we'll save the earth a little bit as well. So, but we, are, we put together this list for you, and it says everything that we need uh, as a church to be able to give out um, 200 backpacks this, sum this summer. Actually, this morning, I was thinking about 600 backpacks, but, you know, we won't go there. <laughs> so, um, so we're giving, we, here's the list, and I think you can find it at outside, either on the, um, on the shelf out there, or Lee will be handing them out. So make sure you get yours, and you can just put it up there. And each month, there's something different for you to bring in. But that doesn't mean that if you see a really good deal, like let's say in April, you see a super good deal on paper, don't pass it back. You can still do April crayons and paper. See that? You see how that can work? <laughs> so you make sure that you uh, get your paper, and you can always, you won't have to depend on anybody else to give you the correct information. If there, you see that we left out something or there's something you'd like to see, because this is the church effort, the church's effort, please contact Beverly. I'm just kidding. Myself, <laughs> Beverly, or Lee, <laughs> and, and we can get it to you. Now I want to um, kind of acknowledge something. This week was really, really hard for me, really hard. And, and uh, uh, the news, I just love the news. I, I was reading the world. Anybody remember the world newspaper? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I used to love that as a little kid. I would read all about the rapes and the, you know, the gunshots and who died. I just used to love it. But <laughs> I don't know what it was about that, but I couldn't wait to get the world newspaper, you know. So, but anyway, now it's called CNN and MSNBC and right. Fox News. So now it's a whole different paper, and I don't know if the world is even around anymore. But this week, we're going to talk about Tyree, because you know that's important. Amen. But we're going to talk about this other young man. I don't have his name. He was about 61. This came out right after Tyree. And this guy was in a wheelchair. Somebody may have seen this. He was in a wheelchair, and apparently they called the police because he uh, was welding a knife. It was a pretty big knife, too. Mm. He was welding a knife, but he was in a wheelchair, and he was a double amputee. Mm. So the police came up on him, and they say, drop the knife. Well, I don't know if he heard or whatever, but he didn't do it. And so somewhere the, where the film comes in, they said they, they dropped nice. It's not on the video. But anyway, um, he has jumped up, not jumped up, but got out the chair, and he's running on his nerves. He's trying to get away from these police, and he's running. They say, I read, that you can have 20 feet a space before the police starts feeling threatened. So they like a 20 feet. So he's running away, but the police is walking up on him with a gun. And they shot this man nine times. Oh, and of course he died on the spot. 
Yes. See, I spent all week thinking that. I just had to kind of tune it out. But what I did remember is something that I want everybody here to remember and to remind people out there. And you need to remind me, yourself, the people out in the streets that God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. It doesn't matter what these people do. It just don't matter. It's just getting to a place where you just hate, hate to even look at the paper. I mean, it's just, and I've been a lifelong, you know, admirer of crime. <laughs> so it's just so difficult. And I felt so powerless. I thought, what can I do more? Which is what we're doing this year. We're supposed to be doing more, yeah. not less. Amen. Crime is stepping up. Mm -hmm. We are not going to back back. Amen. So whether it is to be kind to four people this week and five next week, do something. Because we cannot afford, we're losing, losing, losing all the time. This stuff go around the world, but it's not stopping anybody. Do you think they took those people jobs from them? No. They're at home resting, waiting for the next round. Unsung heroes. We are they. I want to tell you about a hero, Jesus. We know about him. Amen. But Jesus had been beat for our sakes. Mm -hmm. Crown of thorns placed on his head for yeah. our sakes. Mm -hmm. His own people, the Jewish community, would not help him. They put, the, they put that cross on him three times. He could not carry that cross. But he needed to get on the cross because it was prophesied that's what was going to happen. So he's in a predicament. We are in a predicament. Our lives were hanging in the balances. And alone comes an unsung hero. There's not a chapter on this person. There's not a whole book in the Bible on this person. There's barely any lineage on this person. But it came off the coast of the northern coast of Africa, Simon of Cyrene. Just happened to be walking past, you guys. And here he was, caught in an eternal conflict. What was he going to do? What is he going to do? He didn't have to do, play, uh, show a big display of his talent. He had the ability of picking up something and carrying it, and he did it. And because of that, we get to continue on towards the kingdom of God. We have certain evidence that we will be in paradise with our Lord and Savior. Amen. That is what an unsung hero who fulfilled his position, it wasn't big. I'm not asking anybody to do anything big, but do what God tells you to do on a daily basis. Amen. Now we're going to talk about some other unsung heroes. They did not feel their duties. And I'm going to point out to you what they lost in not fulfilling it. Five people decide. Seven. I, I actually think seven people because two policemen called Tyree first and let him go. They didn't let him go. He got away. Then they radioed these five elite, the squad of people, and said, hey, he got away. He's going this direction. They tracked him down, and they did what they did. I mean, they beat him. I know most of y'all probably not like me. I'll watch it. He's like, I'm not going to watch that. 
I watched all of those different films, and I just could not understand why you would yeah. give up your position for this. Unsung heroes they were, but they didn't have, they, they're not unsung anymore. Everybody knows about them. And look at what they lost. Everybody is trying to figure out how do we get, stop this crime. They were in prime position to get together, create programs, think about programs, help, and maybe even make a dent. Out of that, they would be on talk shows. From that, they would write books. From that, they would train policemen stations. Look at what they gave up by not following through with a task that God had given them. Yes, they lost their freedom. They lost that. But more than that, they lost their futures. And that is to be mourned. So, Unsung Heroes, this week, you are going to be ordained by God to do some small thing. Maybe it's to cook dinner for your husband. Maybe it's to say get that a boy to your child. Maybe it's to you know, go to your work and smile. Maybe do not take these opportunities for granted. Amen. They're given to you by God. They're your ordained opportunities to make a dent in this world. Take them with a smile. Praise the Lord and do be the greatest unsung hero this week. Make a decision. What, whose side are you on? Amen. And if you are for God, do it all for God. And if you are for Satan, go on and be for Satan. Amen. One thing's for sure, God said he would, you were cold or hot. But all this lukewarmness, he'll spew out of his mouth. Spewing is called vomiting. I'll vomit you out of my mouth. I choose, I desire that every stewardship person in here, every unsung hero will choose God this week. And no matter what, the small, bringing paper, bringing pencil, don't do the least, do the most for Jesus this week. May God bless you really, really good as you go about his sins. And please, please enjoy this Sabbath. Now, will the deacons come forward so that we can all do the absolute most we can start here today, right now, for the Lord. Most honorable Father, in the blessed name of Jesus, we mourn for all the young men and young women in this world who are growing up with the fear of the police and for those who may out to trust it, Father. Lord, we ask that you would take in the, our meager offerings, our meager returns to you so that we can do a great work in this community and help somebody make a decision to live better be better, and follow you. In the name of Jesus, we pray and praise you always. Amen. Let the church say, Amen.
he's still working miracles.
He's still. He's still. He's still. He's still. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's still working miracles. He's still working miracles. He's still working miracles. He just waiting another miracle. He just worked another miracle. Oh yes, you missed it, did he? just made another miracle. He just worked another one right there. He's still. He's still. Oh yes, he's still. Hallelujah. He's still working miracles. Hallelujah. He's still working miracles in my life. He just made another one, just did another one. Hallelujah. Thank God for being a miracle worker. Hallelujah. For he is truly worthy to be praised. And to know that we serve a God that works miracles. He does it in such a way that defies logic. It's unconventional. It can't be duplicated. Show can't eliminate it. But I receive God's miracle in my life. We serve an amazing God, an awesome God. And we thank God for, for what he has done and what he is doing and what he is about to do. If you would just permit me just one, that was one announcement that was overlooked. I definitely want to share this. This is something again that as we celebrate Black History Month on Sunday, February the 5th, the 12th, and the 19th at 6 p.m., there is a program that I would like for you all to be aware of in case you have time. If we can put that slide back up on the screen. Eyes on the prize. It was up there earlier, but I didn't have the information before me. But we would, we would be showing a, this six-part series, Eyes on the Prize. It's a history of black struggle in America from 1954 to 1965. Um, that's 65 is a special year. Um, and so we want you to tune in to that program. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. And um, we'll get that information. It's a Zoom link. If you need that, we can get that to you so that you can be able to take part in this special uh, program on black history. God is good. And all the time. And he is truly worthy to be praised. If you have your Bibles with you, we want to go ahead and jump into our message for today. This is a, a second part of the message on last Sabbath. Um, we're doing a, just a small series on this 
on the unfinished business. Um, if you turn with me to John chapter 14, um, we'll pick up the reading there. We'll just read the first three verses. John chapter 14, we'll read just the first three verses. When you have it, please stand with me in honor of the reading of the word of God. Again, that's John chapter 14, and we'll begin with verse 1 and read down to verse 3. Let us read those three verses together. Can we do that together? Amen. Let us read. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, doing of his word. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Unfinished business. Will heaven be worth it? Will heaven be worth it? In light of what's been going on in our world these last few weeks and even going back to the struggle when it began, the first African that was taken from his country and brought to these ununited of states, we have been in the midst of a struggle. Been in the midst of a struggle since day one been duped to believe that we're playing on equal ground. Been bamboozled to think that everything is fair on the playing field. Getting, trying to get us to believe or even think that all rules apply to everyone. But the reality is, is that that is not so. As it was mentioned a moment ago by our stewardship team, of course, this horrible and horrific killing of yet another black, brown man. Unfortunately, I was in Minnesota when the George Floyd killing took place. It's sad to say that I had to leave my family in Mississippi to travel back to Minneapolis, Minnesota to find just a few blocks down from my church, vandalism, police stations on fire, graffiti all over the place. It looked as if the area was a war zone. I know we talk about how when these type of incidents take place, and yes, I called it an incident for a reason, we tend to talk about how we loot and destroy our own community. To me, it seems as if we are taking our mind or our thoughts off of the main thing to focus on the not-so-main thing. 
Isn't it funny or maybe even kind of crazy how we can spend a whole talk show and even have a whole platform to talk about the destruction of black on black and missing the whole conversation of an innocent man being brutally beaten by someone that was sworn to serve and protect. Now, the reality is, and I won't just put this on notice, I never considered myself as an um, activist or anything of that nature. But at some point, at some time, enough has to be enough. At some point, a line must be drawn saying, this is it, and I can't take it anymore. It's kind of crazy and is even kind of intentional, I believe, that we talk about the five blacks, but we don't talk about the one white. It's crazy how we can focus our attention on some things, but yet not talk about the real thing. You know, as I look at the passage today, as I thought about the message today, as I looked at this thing that Jesus was sharing with us, as he spoke to his disciples, letting them know that he must go away. But I need you to understand something, that I will come again. That I need not for you to let your hearts be troubled in the midst of all that is going on. And I believe Jesus was speaking not just present tense, but he was speaking futuristic as well. Because I want to believe that my God, the creator of all, the, the master of all, the one that spoke all of this into existence, is not just sharing information for the sake of information. And, and he's most definitely not sharing information just for this time and this time alone. But I would like to believe that Jesus, as he was speaking to those disciples, was letting them know that let not your heart be troubled means that there will be some days when some unjust Justice will show up in your life. What are you going to do at that point? I need you to understand that there will be some days, family of God, where things are not going to look pretty. Things are not going to line up. The news is not going to always work in your favor. But I need to let you know that don't let your heart be troubled because there is some unfinished business that I have to do. Now the question as you go through this and as you experience this and as you see all of this unfolding, the question is, uh, will heaven be worth it? And all that we go through and all that we're experiencing, you will think that with all of the cameras and body cameras and, and all of the devices, you will think a person will say, wait a minute, uh, uh, let me not do that. It, it very well may be that somebody may catch me on camera. I was up this morning doing a little reading and I found out that there was a sky cam posted just a few feet away from where they did the beating at. A sky camera that they placed in their community because of the violence, because of the destruction, because of the chaos. And you would think maybe just for a moment they would say, well, you know, they're very well me, a sky camera. But they didn't even think about that because they didn't even think about their own, their own body camera. And as I looked and read and thought about that moment, I said this had to be intentional. 
oh, 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 yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. Let's not get it twisted, family of God. There is something evil going on in this world in which we live in. Don't get it sidestruck. The devil is playing for keep. Let's not get it twisted. It's not just all God and no hell. And it's so easy for us to get caught up in all of this stuff and fail to realize that there is some intentional evilness going on in this land. Years after years, all of these black killings and you will think that something will be done. And to add insult to injury, we have these five black officers that went and got that that that, that was found guilty, charged, lost their job, all in the in, in the in the average of some twenty four, maybe twenty eight hours. And here it is: we still have cases pending of black lives that were taken at the hands of white officers three and four years ago. Something evil is going on in the land. And I want us as a family of God, while I hear them say that, you know, um, I want my pie here on earth. Uh, I don't want to just talk about some pie in the sky. I want my pie here on earth. Well, let me explain something to you, people of God. This pie here on earth that you so-called want will burn. Uh, This pie here on earth will only last for a little while. I don't want a pie for a little while. I want something that's going to last for all of eternity, which means, is heaven really worth it? Is heaven really worth it? All that we have experienced and all that we have encountered and all that we have gone through and all that we will go through, the question we need to ask ourselves, is it worth it? Giving up my soul's salvation is it really worth it for me to go and get caught up in the mud and the mundane that is going is it worth it for me to lose my salvation is it worth it so jesus had to let these brothers know that i'm coming back Uh, He had to let these brothers know that first and foremost, it it, it is worth it. Uh, If I can just jump there, just in case you are wondering in your own mind, uh, is it really worth it? Because it seems as if it's so much hurt and so much pain. And and how can you comfort a mother whose son uh, was just a few blocks away uh, as George Floyd cried out for his mama? This young man, uh, Tyree uh, Nichols, uh, he cried out just a few blocks away, mama, mama, mama. How how is it that we can continue to move through this space uh, and move through this world? Uh, How how is it that I can wake up in the morning and declare this is a good day? Uh, How how can I wake up and move from day to day and from space to space and declare that all is good in the neighborhood? Uh, How how can I declare that everything is well in my soul? Uh, How is it that I'm able to 
understand uh, in the midst of all of the tragedy, in the midst of all of the hatred, and still declare, I'm still here. I'm still standing. How is it that I'm able to do it? Well, I'm glad you asked the question. Let me just help you out. I'm able to do it because I'm not doing it in my own strength. I'm, I'm able to declare it because I'm not declaring it in my own power. I'm able to witness it because I'm not seeing it through my own lens, but I'm looking to the hills from which cometh my help. My help comes from the one that created the heavens and the earth. I'm able to stand and declare that God is. How do I know? Because God has shown me throughout the years. I've done it for you then, and I'm going to do it for you now. How is it that I'm able to preach and teach in the midst of such hatred and such demonic demons? That's because I know that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I've recognized that it's not an accident that every last one of us is in here today. I've recognized and I've realized that God makes no mistake. So I can walk in the midst of it. I can stand in front of it and not worry about it taking me out the game because I've come to believe that nothing can happen to me unless God deems it so. That's where I stand. That's where I pitch my tent. The devil can't do nothing unless God gives him permission. Oh, I said it and I said it with authority. He can say nothing to me. He can do nothing to me. I'm not his. He has no authority over me. So I speak life and not death. I speak truth and not hatred. That's why I could stand in the midst of it all. Because I've come to believe that heaven really is worth it. That heaven is worth it. I don't understand it all and don't need to understand it all. I can't figure it all out. Don't need to figure it all out. Matter of fact, I don't want to figure it all out. This old little puny brain of mine can't even handle it anyway. I don't want to know all about it. I just need to know that God is everything that I need. I just need to know that God is everything I want. Whatever it is, Sister Beverly, God is. God's my redeemer. He's my rewarder. He's my confidant. Oh yes he is. He's everything that I ever need and everything that I ever hope for. Dangerous how he carries me and how he keeps me. That's why I don't worry about it anymore because God is able to keep me. So when I read the news and when I see the hatred and I see all of this stuff going on, yes, it bothers me. But the question I have to ask myself, is it, is it so bad that it's going to cause me now to look at God any different? Because the reality is that's what's at stake. Many has lost their faith. Many don't trust God no more. How can I trust a God with all of this stuff going on? How can I believe a God with with all of this stuff happening if God is such a good God then why did he let mama die if God is such a good God then why did he let this cancer show up if God is such a good God then why did he let my baby die if God is such a good God then why did he allow all of these black lives be taken out oh we gotta look beyond 
what we see uh, and start looking at it through the eyes of God uh, because God looks on the other side of that thing uh, while we're looking at this right here in one dimension. Uh, God's looking at it all over. He's looking at it from the beginning and the end uh, and the end and the beginning uh, because before Tyree was even born, uh, God already understood the story. Uh, before he was formed uh, and God be before God formed him in his mother's womb, uh, God already devised a plan. Uh, so if I could just put a pen right there and help somebody along the way. Uh, I know you're having it rough right now, uh, but Jesus told us, uh, let not your heart be troubled. I know the doctor said some things, uh, but don't let your heart be troubled. Uh, I know you've watched the news uh, and you saw all of this beating up uh, and you saw the hatred up, uh, but I declare to you today, uh, don't let your heart be troubled. Uh, I need you to believe in God. Uh, I need you to trust in him when you can't trace him. Uh, I need you to believe in him when believing is unbearable. And I need you to learn how to hold on uh, even if you gotta holler. Uh, because God is uh, he's everything that I need. Uh, God is uh, he's everything that I ever hoped for. God is uh, God is everything. Uh, he's my all. Uh, he's my all in all. Uh, without him I'm hopelessly lost. Uh, but with him uh, I'm more than a conqueror. That's why I can trust him in the midst of it all. Hey, 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 hey. I can trust him in the midst of it all. <laughs> I can believe in him uh, with all of this stuff going on. Uh, baby's not acting right. Uh, bills are just taking us out the game. Uh, folk killing themselves uh, and all of this stuff. And we forget that Jesus says, I'm gone to prepare a place for you. And if I've gone there, let me tell you something. I'm coming back again. He says, I'm not going to tell you something that's not true. I'm not going to just say this because it sounds good. I'm not even standing here because this is a popular thing to do. But I'm letting you know as I can, best as I can, that Jesus said there is some business that is unfinished. I got to come back and get my children. I got to leave here, but I got to make sure that the place is prepared for you. Because see, when we get to heaven... Oh, yes, when we get to heaven, because I believe heaven is a real place. We talked about it last week. Uh, heaven is not some ideal in the minds of, a, of us Christians, uh, but, but heaven is a real place. Oh, oh, oh yes, heaven is a place uh, uh, that, that, that none of us know how to get there. So that means that we're going to need an escort. Uh, we're going to need somebody to help us get there because nobody knows how to punch it in the GPS. Uh, even a GPS, as smart as that thing may be, uh, it can look down the road and tell you, uh, oh, there's an accident. Uh, that thing kind of smart, you know. Look down the road and tell you. Uh, there's a traffic signal up there. Uh, oh, that thing kind of smart, Sister Bear. It lets me know every time I'm driving. Uh, oh, be careful. Huh? There's some police up there. I need you to slow that thing down a little bit. Oh, oh yeah. It may be smart, but it's not all that smart. Because if you punch in there, heaven, huh? it's going to say rerouting, uh, uh, rerouting. Uh, uh, rerouting, uh, rerouting. Uh, uh, what, what does that mean? Uh, heaven. Uh, so we need an escort. We need somebody to get us there. And Jesus says, I'm coming back to take you to that place uh, not made with hands. Uh, in my father's house uh, are many mansions. Uh, if it were not so, uh, I would not have told you. He says, I go there to repair it up. Uh, oh, I can just see him now uh, as he's getting everything lined up, uh, as he's getting everything pulled together. Uh, you know how it is when you're expecting company. Uh, 
You're not going to have the dishes in the sink. Come on, somebody. You're not going to have the bed all unmade. I know they're not even going back there in the bedroom, but let me put a pause right there because some of us, uh, we use that room. Uh, okay, let me go on forward now. But you're going to make sure that everything is pulled together in the area that your company will be coming. But I'm so glad uh, that Jesus says, uh, I'm going to prepare a place for you. Uh, and in that place, uh, you can roam as you will. Uh, you don't have to worry about some unkept room. Uh, but you can go as you go. Uh, go as you see fit. Uh, walk as you please. Uh, run if you choose to. Uh, because this is all for you, baby. I've gone and prepared it. I got it set up nice and pretty. And I can just see Jesus now uh, standing back with his arms crossed up. Uh, and say, how you like me now? Do you, how, how you like it now? Oh, it wasn't worth it. Uh, you're going to look back and think of all the stuff uh, that you've gone through. And all the stuff uh, that you've experienced. Uh, and it ain't even going to mean a hill of beans. Uh, all the hatred that you've encountered. The police brutality. It's not going to mean a thing. Uh, because you're going to be looking at streets of gold. Uh, streets of jasper. Uh, pillars as tall as it can be. Uh, you're going to be so excited to, to be in the earth made new. Uh, you're not even going to be worried about uh, this old crazy world. Uh, as crazy as it is. Uh, as messed up as it is. Uh, we know that we serve a God uh, that has it already mapped out for us. And so Jesus understands. He understands that everything uh, that we go through, he understands everything uh, that we encounter. And the Bible tells us uh, that if you think this is bad, it's going to get even worse. That if you can't run with a footman, what are you going to do when the horsemen come? What are you going to do when they literally start snatching you out of your house? When you literally start getting fired from your jobs, what are you going to do? Have you developed enough faith in God, enough to stand in, in the midst of all of this? Have you developed enough faith in a God that sees all of your hurts and see all of your pain? Have you developed enough trust in God to be able to walk with him in the midst of it all? So no matter what news we get, we understand and know that God is everything that we need because here it is. We understand that God, when we get to heaven, we understand that we can consider that heaven, this place called heaven, uh, it, it's a special place. It's a, it, it's a special place Jesus called heaven. He said, my father's house. He said, in my father's house. You know, I, I get it. I understand because some of us, you know, like me, when I was younger, I didn't have the best relationship with my daddy growing up. It wasn't until older, in, 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 my, in my older years, that my daddy and I developed a, a good relationship uh, uh, to the point where I would call him my friend. Uh, uh, there, were, there, were, there were moments when I wouldn't see my daddy for months. And, and, and it didn't bother me. Uh, uh, there, were, there, were, there were moments when I would stop by my daddy's house after not seeing him for about three or four months. And, and my mama would stay on me. My mama would tell me every time I would go by the house. And I would see her more than I would see my daddy. And, and even though they weren't together, and, and even though she probably didn't, didn't, didn't want to fool with him herself, uh, uh, but, but, but she would always, always, always ask me, 
have you talked to your daddy? Have you talked to your daddy? And I would say, no, mama. At first it was a no, mama. Then after about three months, she would ask me that question. I said, you know what? I can't keep telling mama no. I'm going to have to eventually get a yes in there. So one day I stopped by to see my dad. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. If I can just be transparent, I stopped by, talked to my dad. And my dad said, so what are you going to do with your life? And I didn't see him again for another three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like. That was not the question to be asking me at that point. I hadn't seen you in three months. I'm trying to develop something here. And I'm not trying to go down that road right now. I just want to be able to learn how to sit in the room with you for 10 minutes. Can I just sit in the room with you for 10 minutes? Well, Well, Jesus said in my daddy's house. You, you, You don't have to worry about that type of structure. That you will be able to come to my daddy's house and you can stay as long as long will be. As long, as long, as long, as long. Because, see, my daddy and I have the kind of relationship unlike you and your daddy. You see, my daddy has done all of this for me because of how much I love you. I love you so much that I gave my life, that you may have life. I did it for you, and I did it for my daddy. My daddy says somebody got to do it. The angels couldn't do it. So Jesus says, send me. Send me down there. Prepare me a body, and I'll go down there and redeem them. I'll go down there in there. Stay. Don't kill them, daddy. Don't, don't wipe them away. I know when you talk to Moses, you wanted to just destroy them. I know you want to wipe them away and, and, and they repented you, daddy. I know it, it repented you, daddy. And you wanted to just destroy everything. You hate that you ever made them. That's what the Bible says. He repented God that he ever made us. But Jesus steps in and said, no, daddy, please don't, daddy. And God says to the son, because of you, I'll spare them. Because of you. So when we come to the father and the son, we thank him for now the Holy Ghost. Because Jesus says, as he's speaking to the disciples here, he says, let not your heart be troubled. If you go back a little further, Jesus says, it's imperative that I leave here. I got to leave here because if I don't leave here, then the comforter can't come. The Holy Spirit will come and dwell in your heart. The Holy Spirit that comes to make all things new. The Holy Spirit that will come to help you live right. That will help you walk right. That will help you talk right. That will help you live right. The Holy Spirit is able to maneuver in spaces where me as Jesus, just one man, is only limited to one location. So I must leave. So heaven is a special place. Heaven is a special place that God has prepared for us. Not only that, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a splendid place. Uh, oh, 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 yes, it is. 
the heaven that I'm talking about. Uh, it, it's so splendid that, 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 that when you get there, you know how we say, I, I'm just going to be so excited. I'm going to be shouting all over the uh, streets of gold. I'm just going to be rolling around in the grass. I'm just going to just, just be just smelling the flowers. And, and I, I, I'm just going to be so excited. You know, I, I want to see Paul and I want to see Peter and, and, and I want to see all of these Bible, Bible characters. And somebody said, you know what? I just want to see Jesus. I, I just want to see the one that died for me. But let me explain something to you. I'm just going to be so happy to be there. I, I, Jesus is going to have to calm me down. I, I'm going to be so overwhelmed and, and just so over elated at the fact that I'm even here. Jesus, you mean I'm here? Oh, pinch me, Jesus. Pinch me. Is this really happening? So it's a splendid place. The Bible tells us that, that all of heaven will be lit. Now, the young folk use this word called lit uh, to, dis to describe something good. You know how it is, uh, 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 Keon, you know how it is. Uh, that, 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 that dance move was lit. Yeah, yeah, that's the context. Did I, did I hit it right? Did I hit it right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, okay, 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 here it is right here. Uh, okay, the praise team, boy, y'all was lit today. Come on, somebody. Did I, did I, did I do it right? Ha <laughs> ha! I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm learning. Let me, let me get one more. A uh, 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 brother Price, brother, boy, you was hitting, you was lit. You was lit on them keys. <laughs> the musicians were lit today. Let's see, see, that's how the young folk use it. But see, when we turn to the word of God, and, and, and John the Revelator, the one that wrote the book of Revelation, when he began to describe heaven, he says heaven is lit. But he wasn't talking about lit like the young folk talking about. He said heaven will be lit with the glory of God. It would be the glory of God that would shine so bright. Amen. Where, 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 where all you will see is God's glory. Heaven will be lit. Lit, 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 lit. The, the, the Bible says that, that heaven will be lit. I'm going to get on out of here. I'm trying to shut it down. The Bible said it would be lit. And the, the lit, in other words, the, the, the L says that he is, he's the light of the world. He, he, he is love. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's the lamb of God that was slain to take away the sins of the world. The Bible says he's a lit. The L stands for he is the lamp of God, the leader of the church and the life-giving spirit. The Bible says that Jesus, that God, that heaven will be lit. Jesus will be lit. He is the last Adam, the living one, Lord of lords, the Lord of the house, the Lord of heaven and earth, the Lord of the living. The Bible says that he'll be lit. He is lit, the lawgiver of life. Not only is the heaven, the L stands for lit. Uh, the, 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 the L speaks of his life. Well, the I, the, the I says, he says that I, I, I am the, that I am. Uh, he, he is the image of the invisible God. The, the, the I says that he is Emmanuel, the, the invincible, the incomparable. He is the intercessor. He is the I in lit. The Bible says that all of heaven will be lit. Not, 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 not only, not only is the, the I and the L, but, but, but the T. I can't, I can't leave the T out. 
Amen. I got to talk about the T because the T says that, 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 that he is the tested stone. He is the teacher, the truth. He is the true light, the true witness, and he is the true God. He is the thanksgiving one. He is the tender plant. He is the treasure. He is the true bread of heaven. He is the true light, the true vine, and he is the truth. So heaven will be lit. It will be lit with God's glory. John describes the city as being like a jasper's stone. And I can't wait to get there. I can't wait to get there. I can't wait to see what John saw in vision. I can't wait to put my eyes on what John saw in vision. I want to see it for myself. Because I understand that God designed that place just for me. And whosoever will, let them come. He said, let them come. Don't hinder them. Don't stop them. Don't prevent them. Don't look at them in their mess and in their sinfulness and feel like because you've been delivered, now you have the authority to determine who should be and who shouldn't be. Get out the way. Get out the way. You're being a stumbling block. Bring them in with their stuff and all. Because God brought you in with your stuff and all. He brought you in with your mistakes. He brought you in with your efficiencies. He brought you in with all of your crooks and all of your, all your messes and all your stuff. He brought you in. So whosoever will, let him come. Come on in here. The door is wide open. I'm closing right here. Because Jesus said this place, will heaven be worth it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Don't let the stuff that is going on in this world cause you to get to, to lose sight of what God is doing in this world. These things must happen as sad as it is. Nobody wants a loved one to die. Nobody wants to get bad news. Nobody wants it, but that's what sin does. Sin is wicked. Sin is evil. So when you look at what these officers did, it all boils down to evil. It's evil to make sure that your battery pack is working, that the batteries are fully charged to go out here and perform this kind of act and do it in a place where you know cameras are. You are willing to give up that? You are willing to give up your life for that? You're willing to sacrifice your marriage for that? You mean you're willing to lose that job for that? You mean you really, you really worthy to get disbarred for that? You mean you really, really, really ready to lose your medical license for that? Really? You mean you really ready to lose your pastor credentials for that? Really? You mean you're really ready to lose your freedom for that? The devil is playing for keeps. 
We say that all the time. And on the flip side of that, God, he ain't playing. He ain't playing. See, the devil was playing for keeps. God is not playing. He's serious about what he's doing. No G.I. Joes, no Tonka Troys, no Barbie dolls. He's not playing. And one day, all of this will be over. And it's my prayer that I see you in heaven. Father God, again, we're so thankful. We're so honored and we're so privileged to be able to stand before you on this platform and declare you as our Savior. And as we look around this world in which we live and we see all of the hatred, all of the evil, We ask that question, is it worth it? And some of us are battling back and forth with that question, is it worth it? But I want to direct us to the book of, of John, chapter 14, that lets us know that it is worth it. That it is worth it. That God, you have prepared this place for us. You said you will come again to receive us unto yourself. So, Father, do what you do. Have your way. And we will be ever so mindful to give you the honor, the glory, and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen again. God is truly good, and he's opening up that door for us. Yes, he is. He's coming back. Oh, yeah. Truly, he's coming back. Yeah. We can get excited about it. We can be a part of this, yeah. this, this mighty work so that we're not just going by ourselves, but yeah. we're taking someone with us. Amen. And so I want to just say thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And so as we come to a close, I want you to take that message to the streets, to the highways, and to the byways. Amen. Tell somebody Amen. about somebody. Who can save anybody? Amen. 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 Let us pray. Lord God, we are so excited to know, Lord, that we are a part of a precious ministry Thank you, Lord. that will allow your children, Lord, to be able to be freed from this yes. catastrophe of a world. Yes. Yes. We ask, Lord, that you would just move in a mighty special way. You, Touch, bless, and keep us, Lord. Yes, Lord. And Lord, please let our moving yes. Be in accordance with your direction. Yes, Lord. Lord, we thank you again for this powerful word. Bless us as we leave this edifice. Keep us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Jesus, tell him about his love.